Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Action. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Hey. We are recording our first YouTube episode. So. So exciting. Also, I'm nervous. If you <laughs> what do I do with my hands? If you th- I love that you keep looking into the camera like, <laughs> like we're on a new show. Hey, everybody. <laughs> you would be that person who they come came up to on the sidewalk who would be like, I have everything to say. I saw all the things that happened. Please. Do you know that's my dream? <laughs> what? <laughs> my dream is for just to be walking down the street and somewhat, something huge to happen and then for a newscaster to be there and be like, what are your thoughts? And I'm going to be like, all of them? <laughs> How much time do you have? Do you, think that, wink, wink. do you think that you would give them your thoughts? It sounds like, honestly, the intro to a weird porno that you're <laughs> fantasizing about. You want all my thoughts or my thoughts? T-H-O. I got thoughts for you. And then all of a sudden these people come out from the background. And I'm like, no. I was going to go somewhere weird with it. Weirder than where we already were? Yeah. Okay. Well... Who's gonna involve taking his pants off and then <laughs> see? I knew you weather forecast. <laughs> How wet it's gonna be? How what's what gonna be? The weather forecast. Oh, I was gonna f- give him a forecast. <laughs> I missed the beginning of that. Well, that's that's where the double entendre comes. I love a double and a triple entendre. Yeah, triple. Yeah, I've never heard of well, a triple. <laughs> today's not the day. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Later. I think it's also an ice skating move. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's an axle. Oh. You ever held your tongue? It's an axle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Inside of an apple? Oh, axle. I get it. Okay. Well, anyway, hi guys. <laughs> Welcome. Um, we don't always drink. <laughs> but well, when we do, we're recording. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, that's the only time either one of us drink anymore. Like, throughout the week. Yeah. Um, but I do want to mention, not that anyone cares, <laughs> because at this point, if you, <laughs> if you have followed us along for the last year, then you already know that we drink heavily. <laughs> not heavily. <laughs> I would say moderately. <laughs> Frequently on the podcast oh, okay. is what I meant. <laughs> sure. <laughs> We're being heavy, heavy podcast drinkers. Yeah. Um, anyway. This is not like the only way you're allowed to relax. Yeah. It is the way we relax. <laughs> yeah, drugs exist. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I saw I'm just one of my mom friends who was like, hey, stop trying to make all moms deal with momming by drinking Have wine. like wine. Uh, yeah, I like, do hate yeah, that. Yeah, cheers to that, Robert. <laughs> sure, bring it here. I drink beers. So. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, you don't need you don't need to. No, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we keep breaking the third wall. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we truly, truly have. Okay, the whole basis of this podcast is because we wanted to be friends with people without actually having to engage with people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I think we've kind of succeeded. We so. really have, because people will reach out to me and be like, "Hey, girly, what's happening?" And I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" I have become In the best way. I love you. All. <laughs> I have become like really, really good friends. I've shared some deep drama with yeah. people who listen to the podcast. I love it. You send me a message and I'm like, let me pour my life out to you. Truly. How more much than on here. How much time do you have? You can imagine. There's more. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to try and not break the third wall every five seconds, but I feel like we're can't entertaining now. Because normally we're just, we used to just stare at our mics, but now, now. I feel like we have people. Yeah. So, um, this week's episode is about what more book stuff <laughs> more college stuff honestly I'm, this I, guess, <laughs> I know i feel like you're giving a book or, book report so she's had like two sips of beer by the way um, truly i feel like starting the podcast on youtube is like we're going back to college with you yeah so it's like this series is going to college with cc now i really do feel like a teacher because i'm like listen up class <laughs> Well, I'm the class. And you are I'm ready to learn. Okay, so it <laughs> we did the same thing that we just talked about that we didn't do last week. We did it this week where we were like, "What? Me and you? Oh, <laughs> where we got to what Thursday? Oh, yeah. And you were like, "Hey, we should take a picture for the podcast. Also, what are we doing yeah. this week? Oh, if you guys don't know, oh, sorry, I keep looking at you guys. <laughs> Everyone who's listening, still, this is how we speak. Yeah. Anyway. For those of you who are just listening, I'm so sorry that this is chaotic. Go watch us on YouTube. Um, <laughs> we, If you see right here, I'm pointing to a sign, those of you listening, that's our old logo. We actually just took new photos for mm -hmm. an updated artwork. So you'll be able to see that because it, it'll be up on all of our social media by the time this is out. But in remembrance, <laughs> here, here she was. Of what was. Yeah. We're, are we going to do these, like, school pictures every year? So, like, once a year to see how much we've grown? Um, 
We can do photo. We do photos all the time. Well, I know, but I'm I don't want to like, change our artwork again. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. this has been honestly, what we did is we took a picture, I edited it, and then I put text over it, yeah. and that was it. This one that I did, um, it took me. It's very nice. Hours last night, and then hours again this morning, and I still don't know that I've selected one or that we've agreed on one. No, <laughs> so we well, will we like four. You know which one we picked whenever this is up. but <laughs> We don't yet, but you yeah, do. <laughs> we don't know. So we're going back to school with Cece. Yeah. Cece. Because this week I learned about counterproductive habits of mind, which was I got really a cool. lot of. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. And apparently, we'll find out, um, those can have like detrimental effects on like anxiety, depression, things like that. And so this is basically talking about, because this is from my writing class, this is basically saying like how we interpret data and then regurgitate it in our writing and like yeah. what these can do to that. But it also is like in a day-to-day way of thinking, um, having these th- habits yeah. can really kind of block your like growth. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, because it's almost like... Um, it, your inherent biases yeah. or prejudices or uh, preconceived notions. Yep. All of those things, I assume, act like hurdles to information because we've seen in the last year that big time information has been given to people and whatever blocks they have created in their head. Like, no, that can't be real. Because- yeah, that data is not it's like doesn't compute yes <laughs> that doesn't fit with my already what I want to believe about the world right or what I do believe about the world right. And so in be, results, in people doing some serious mental gymnastics. Yeah. And it can be uh, harmful in many different ways. Like, Well, against seen? other people. Yeah. Or I think, personally, mine are more against myself. Well, that's, again, if it gets anxiety and depression-wise, you can really fall down some rabbit holes right. without saying that. But you can really get yourself into a kind of tunnel of thinking that's only one way right. instead of being able to branch out and that can be no good. So I'm going to I'm actually using my textbook. <laughs> so it's the book is I want to give them credit yeah. cuz I'm going to just straight read <laughs> this. But it's writing analytically and it's by David Rosen Rosenwasser. <laughs> I'm sorry, David. <laughs> Maybe I'll put the text on the screen. Thank you. And Jill Steven. Her name is easy. <laughs> Girls who run the world. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so the first one we have is the judgment reflex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in its most primitive form, most automatic and least thoughtful, judging is like an on-off switch. When the switch gets thrown in one direction or the other, the resulting judgment predetermines and then overdirects any subsequent thinking that we might do, which I think we all know that. So once yeah. you, you judge something, so when I read this, I decided to like test myself, books, um, anything I was watching, things on social media, and saw how quick it took for me to judge what I was taking in. And it was within seconds. Immediate. Within seconds. We've talked about how we judge people while we're on walks. Yes. I think we talked about this on the podcast one time, but <laughs> when they're going to, if they're going to kill us, we rate people on a scale of one, one to, to two, ten. you're going to murder me. Yeah. Ten is the highest, right? Yeah. yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I ten, mean- I'm. <laughs> Please start planning my funeral. This yeah. person's going to murder me. Yeah. Um, because, well, first of all, that's a concern. Yeah. Based on the information that we have. We're being women. a woman. Yeah. Um, 
we're vulnerable and yeah. not because we are incapable. We're vulnerable because statistically people take advantage of us mm-hmm. and use their size against us and, and with aggression. Social media and news and everything media wise that we have, we we are aware now of how often it happens. Right. We've collected how- more data which <laughs> yeah. just reinforces that judgment. Yeah. It's crazy. Um So rather than thinking about what X is or how X operates, we lock ourselves prematurely into proving that we were right to think that X should either be banned or supported. So Mm. we don't even give it the chance. Um, Yeah. The psychologist Carl Rogers has written at length on this problem of judgment reflex. He claims that our habitual tendency as humans, which is virtually a programmed response, is to evaluate everything and do so very quickly. Now, I had a discussion board for my class. (laughs) And a lot of us were discussing whether we believed if that was, like, from survival days. Like, if we mm. developed that because we had to judge for our survival way, 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 way back yeah. in the day um, whether something was safe or not. And so we just kind of kept up Yeah, like evolution. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we ju- we judge things. Well, I just watched a video today. I found a new YouTuber, and she is, like... I've been binging her stuff all day. I'm going to try and find her. Stephen Colbert, get off my phone. <laughs> but she... But get on to mine, you <laughs> silver fox. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Ever since I've seen Stephen Colbert, like, from back when he used to do the Colbert show and stuff, mm-hmm. I got, like, a hard, hard crush on that. <laughs> Listen, John all Stewart of... Too. Oh, my God. All... Yeah, 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 for Ooh. sure. Um, okay, so her name is Khadija Mab. Bo, Mabo, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's M B O W E. Um, but she was talking about Bridgerton, which I'm obsessed with. Have you watched it? I need to, but I ha- I've had my kid with me, or I've been studying, oh, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I can't watch it. Yeah, no, no, no. But they, she was talking about how the in Bridgerton, um, there was just some problematic things. Like they spoke about wanting to. Um, have a really diverse cast and they wanted to um, really talk about some racially charged or just like societal issues Mm -hmm. that are like big right now and um, how they talked a big game, but like it didn't play out in the show. Right. And she was saying that she quoted someone else. (laughs) So just go watch her video about (laughs) Virginia. But she was saying that, your first thought that pops into your head is not your fault. It's society's fault. Oh, that was like the next thing that yeah. came up. Yeah. It says that it's um, your taste, your interests, your biases. They are normally guided by family, friends, or popular opinion yeah. that over the year, then you're, you've come to. Right. So she's like, your first thought, like um, when you see something pop up on the screen or in a magazine or on the street, your first initial thought is not your fault because it's been so influenced heavily by media, by society. But your second thought, that's your responsibility. Yeah. So when I was talking, when, um, when we were having a lot, a lot of discussions frequently in the summer about the black lives matter movement, not that we should be done talking about it and we're not done talking about it, but, um, one of the things that we talked about is like your first instinct, like if you have a prejudice or a bias, 
it's not your fault initially, mm-hmm. but if you continue it after you have that first one and you don't challenge it yep. and you don't try every single day to rework it, then that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. Yep. Absolutely. So, because, and it is hard work. That's what people, I mean, it's work. Right. That's why people take the easy way out and are just like, you know what? I would just rather not. Why are we making everybody's lives more complicated? Because we have to right. be so, what? what is it? The word that PC, they use. PC, politically uh, yep, correct. Yep. And, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's just not being racist. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't really say it's PC, but <laughs> sure, yeah. whatever. But like anything, even with calling people, we talked about this last week, calling people by their proper pronouns. All of these things. If you mess up the first time, okay. Yeah, it happens. We're all own human. it and then do better. Yep. And actively try and do better. Yep. Is it as long as you are challenging, in my opinion, as long as you are challenging those biases, those prejudices, those things, those judgments that first pop up into your mind, mm-hmm. then I think that you are at least trying to yep. progress as a better person. Yeah. I try to do that with my son because obviously <laughs> We've talked about I'll flip out sometimes. It's I'm just a human being, right. and that's how a lot of times my anxiety manifests as anger. So I will have emotional outbursts. Yeah, but I try. To, I I tell him first of all that I'm sorry because that's I think the most important thing, and then I tell him that I'm going to do better and actively try to do yeah. better. It's I've gotten way better. After. Have I talked about my anxiety tube? No. Okay. What's this I just, about? I just talked to someone the other day. Um, about my anxiety tube. And I think I told it to Barbara. So do you remember when we were in kindergarten and our kindergarten teacher I loved her. Had this tube full of balls. Yes. And she Why would filled the balls. <laughs> and it was on her desk. Yeah. And when the balls filled all the way to the top, we got a pizza party. Why did she fill the balls? What did we have to do to fill the balls? Just if we did something good or the class followed all the directions, like <laughs> whatever. Okay, well I miss pizza parties. <laughs> We can have one. I think we should. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but in my head, because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes she would drop like three or four balls in that tube. It wouldn't just be one. She'd yeah. like give us a big jump. Yeah, yeah. Well, my anxiety is like the same way. Sometimes I wake up and that bitch is halfway full. Sure. <laughs> and one thing will happen, drop three balls in and all of a sudden, uh, you're, mm-hmm. yeah, my anxiety tube is overflowing. I'm having a panic attack. Weird. We also talked about this in my other classes, my intro to conflict management, and we talked about how people have a fuse and they, yes. that's how we have to determine like the base of the conflict. Yeah. But yeah. Fuses have a lot to do with it. So if your fuse is short because this has happened and this has happened and this has happened, right. and some people start off the day with short fuses. Yeah. Well, no. My sisters used to sing short fuse at me <laughs> yeah. because I would just freaking snap yeah. out of nowhere. And now I know that I just had a panic disorder yep. undiagnosed for the majority of my life. And now. <laughs> I can understand or I can at least um, it's hard to communicate with a two year old. Yeah. But I can have my tube half full and be be able to recognize like I don't have um, the friend I was talking to about that. She used the word threshold. And I was like, I love that. Stealing that. (laughs) Um, So I can tell how big of a threshold I have. Yeah. For his stuff that day. Yeah. And sometimes it's not very much. And I it's. A struggle because you are constantly trying to set an example, mm-hmm. but also be you're a human. Yeah. And B, 
being a human and having big emotions and teaching your kid how to process those big emotions is also setting a good example. Yeah. The um, never having them is not um, something we talked about again in my conflict management class, how a lot of times people are, we are taught don't have any emotions. Right. Keep it in, keep it in. And then that's not realistic. No, because you're going to have grief sadness anger these yeah. are all going to happen as you get older and instead also noah's therapist we talk about this all the time because she's like we're not going to tell you to s- quiet your emotions what we're going to do is we're going to teach you how to deal with them when they come because they right. will come and you need to be able to deal with them and i'm like i love you <laughs> yeah but that's what i don't know that's what you have to do i was watching another youtuber and she was talking about tantrums really with her it. daughter. I gotta get on my YouTube. Honestly, I spend all day. On <laughs> I don't hear other people talking, yes. and like it. That's why I do podcasts. Yeah. I don't watch, but I do listen to podcasts. I struggle like, sometimes I with podcasts because they're too long. Yeah, and you can get lost <laughs> as we're. I know. I know. You know what? I heard Fuck podcasts. <laughs> I heard myself, but. Sometimes I pause mine. I could go days without. Well, and sometimes I'll miss back. too much. And like in a podcast, I actually care about the information. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in a YouTube video, if it's like a vlog, I don't it's really just like a background noise. Yes. I just like sometimes to hear another don't... adult speaking mm-hmm. English. I understand. <laughs> but she was talking to her toddler and explaining how they kind of deal with tantrums. And one of the things she said was, you know, it's it's going to happen. And so acknowledging saying, hey, it's OK to have the feelings that your feelings, it's not okay to hit me. Yes. It's it's okay to have that feeling. It's not okay to throw things. Yep. And so I have noticed since I started implementing that with Ollie, he has, his tantrums have gotten way shorter. Yeah. He has. I've never seen him have one. He, I don't think. Oh, well. <laughs> well, you yeah, not here well. a lot. <laughs> um, he has stopped hitting mm-hmm. almost completely. That's amazing. Now, if he's real, real mad, mm-hmm. he's just started throwing things because he used to hit. Yep. But now, because I said hitting's not okay, he's going to throwing. Yep. And now I'm just like eliminating all the things that he <laughs> wants to do. But I'm trying to teach him to take a deep breath. Yeah. Um, deep breathing. I have to also model that. Yeah. And I don't always do it. Sometimes I get the gritted teeth where I just like <laughs> yell something. And I did it the other day. He was mad at me and he was trying to push me off this chair. And... I looked at him and I go, I need you to have some patience. And then I said, and if I need you to have pa- I felt like I was in a freaking <laughs> sitcom. I felt like I was in full house. You and look I went, at the camera. I, <laughs> if I want you to have patience, I should have patience. <laughs> and then we hugged. I like full <laughs> Danny Tannered myself. Listen, this is what we do with Noah. Miss Tiffany tells us. I um, love that her name is Miss <laughs> Tiffany. Is she also in your thought video from the beginning? Yes. Your weatherman? <laughs> She's directly behind me. <laughs> I'm Miss Tiffany. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> okay. So she's told us this won't be helpful really with Ollie now, but maybe a year from now mm-hmm. I can see it. But when Noah gets those big, um, she's like, play a game with him. And sometimes he can play this game with himself because yeah. he has an anxiety issue too. So she's like, when you're feeling that tightness in your chest and you're feeling like you can't go to sleep and those all those thoughts are racing, um, start from A to Z, pick a group, a category. We did animals. And let's go through. You can play it with mom. You pick an A word. Yeah. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we did like anteater. We went all the way down the line. I don't love that you picked a- <laughs> asshole and then anteater. 
asshole eater. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a song? Asshole eater? <laughs> <laughs> there's something. Well, there's lots of songs about eating ass, I think. No, for sure. <laughs> uh, I think it's called. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that we just went from like a deep parenting moment to eating ass. If that is not our brand <laughs> to its core, I don't know what is. Oh, we are so on brand right now. <laughs> I hope my I professor is watching. <laughs> I hope your mom's watching. <laughs> okay, oh. she said she's like, I don't know if my new boss likes me listening to your podcast. Oh <laughs> so, out loud? Yeah, at her work. <laughs> that bitch some headphones. So she's like, what's your boss's name? I don't know. What's She's got Mike? a new boss. <laughs> What's good with him? <laughs> Her other one used to be George. Sorry, George. <laughs> Do you think George? He's not there, right? I don't know if he's still lingering. Mm. <laughs> Mommy, don't listen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. So. Do you want to hear some cures for? Oh well, well. Oh, okay. This is the cool I was one. Say, are we done with all the other problems no. of our brains? Well, this no. I'm doing We're cures for just us. the judgment reflex. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But so these are reflexes for your brain. Did we say that? Yeah. I feel like maybe we've gone so far. I need to remind people. I'm so confused. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> your basement. I know, but <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the fact that you didn't like or that you did like a movie probably says more about you than it does about the movie. What oh. makes a movie boring? That it doesn't have enough car chases, that its plot resembles a lot of other plots. Your opinions and your biases are what make you like or dislike a movie, not the movie itself. Unless it's like, what was that one movie that everybody makes fun of because it was terribly done? And then they redid it with Johnny, not Johnny Depp. Where am I? (laughs) What movie? It was called Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say The Crow, but I know that's not it. It was called. You're thinking of Shit's Creek with the crows. <laughs> the birds? It's not important. We're moving on. You guys know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. All right. Leave it in the comments below. <laughs> oh my God. Comment. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. Okay. Um, at the very least, in such cases, you need to share with readers your criteria for your judgment. So if you can give your reasoning for your judgment, that I think that will go a long way in understanding why you think the reasons that you do. Sometimes people things. give me their reasoning for their judgment and I judge them more. Me too. For their judgment. <laughs> for sure. I'm like, wow. So you're. I've gained more information on you and I feel more solid about <laughs> feeling like you're a dick. For sure. But have you ever gone to the movies and then like, what do you hear as soon as you walk out of the movies? I don't know. I'm normally running to the bathroom. (laughs) Also, it's been so long since I've been to a movie. I know. One time we went to watch Thor. I'm sorry. One time we went to watch Thor. And I was, I think, no, we were dating. And I had the shits so bad. (laughs) Everyone shocked. I know. That I had to leave this movie four times. At one point, I sat at the bottom. I didn't even go back to my seat. I just waited because I knew I wasn't done. But I couldn't sit in the bathroom. Watch the movie. Yes. Uh, one time, um, I took a Vicodin. <laughs> okay. I had a really bad headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. No, I really did. And then we went to watch a movie, and I didn't realize that I couldn't take Vicodin at that point. Because someone was just like, here's Vicodin <laughs> for your headache. And I was like, that seems extreme, but okay. I really want to see this movie. You know best. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> so you know that. I didn't even look at the pill. It could have been anything. <laughs> it probably was. Honestly, my teens were wild. <laughs> so um, halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, I feel different. <laughs> yeah. This isn't good. And then I was like. I feel like maybe I need to go to the bathroom. And as I was walking down, I threw up into my mouth <laughs> and then like ran out and like threw up into the trash can the rest of the way. And I looked up and everyone at the popcorn stand was <laughs> just like staring at me. <laughs> it was right outside. And I was like, hello. Love this. Love this for me. I'm not even coming out of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or anything. It was like a funny movie. <laughs> um, You are someone who loves scary movies. And I want to know what that says about you because I am not. <laughs> I don't love them. I don't love them. I'll be honest with you. Oh, you love, okay, you love crime documentaries. Yes, that is why. <laughs> I actually I don't know if that's better because that's it's not, true. Yeah, I actually hate movies that aren't based on real things like scary movies if they're too like wildly inaccurate. But yeah. I love Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre because I was like, Ed Gein, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Text Chainsaw Massacre is based on Ed Gein, I'm pretty sure. I don't know who Ed Gein is. Sorry? Why would that says more about you than it does about me? I mean, you just stop judging me. Okay. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Uh this is not to say that all judging should be avoided, only delayed. Because you need to take into account how your judgment has been affected by the details of a situation, the context, and then acknowledge how thinking about these details has led to your restricting the range of your judgment. So that will help you with your frame of mind. Just delay it a little bit longer. Ask yourself, question why you're judging things. Oh, oh, oh. So that's so the part where you're, that's the part where it's encouraging you to challenge your first thought. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So it was just in a textbooky way. And I was like, oh my God. I'm oh not my God. Please get into my head. <laughs> She's reading things aloud and it won't go in. Sorry. I'm sweating. <laughs> I forgot that this is, um, I need to watch my plant. I can't. <laughs> It's really encroaching. In we my decorated for you guys. <laughs> it's really in my territory. Sorry. I wanted to say terrarium. <laughs> You're in its terrarium. <laughs> I'm a turtle. <laughs> Honestly, I, have a beard. I heavily resemble a turtle. I love turtles. And I feel like you are a turtle spirit. <laughs> um, I actually had my spirit checked. And you were... A horse. What? <laughs> also resemble a horse. I think I told you that before. I thought it was a rabbit for some reason. No, I'm, I see rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone sees rabbits. I was like, don't we all? Not all of us. Yeah, but, yeah, but the ones I see are my grandma. <laughs> I feel like we should unpack this. Which grandma? My grandma or your other grandma? He didn't say. Oh. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's my grandma heck. Okay. I think it's my grandma, not your grandma, not That's our true. grandma. I want to see my grandma in a rabbit. <laughs> she wouldn't be a rabbit. If grandma came back, what would she be? Wait, let's say it at the same time. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> if we both say Brad Pitt, I swear to God. <laughs> okay. Um. Wait. Wait. I have to oh, think about it's it. It's an animal. Yes. Okay. Wait. Wait. It has to be. We I, let's narrow down the category. Okay. Sure. What do you immediately think? Bird. You think a bird? Kind of. She was so elegant. I don't know. Oh. 
Okay. Okay, wait, what were you thinking? I was thinking some African animal. Well, I was also kind of thinking a cat. A big cat. <laughs> I was thinking a big cat. Okay. Is she a lion? Oh, no. I was going to say cheetah. <laughs> she she walked a lot. She was not that fast. Mm. She had the hair. You're right. You're right, right, right. Okay, I'm, I'm on board. she but, could freaking... But lady lions don't have the hair. She's a male lion. <laughs> Wherever she is, she's pissed. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. She's up there for sure. I I meant wherever as in like she was floating back and forth. I didn't oh. know. You know what? I don't think I believe in hell. Oh, I don't. I for sure don't believe in hell. I don't believe hell. in hell. No. I think the idea of hell is enough to scare people and so that, that it doesn't have to be real. No, it's not. I think hell is here. I think if people get trapped in here. Hell? We already said that. <laughs> Remember? No. And that's how this whole thing started. Are we Groundhog Day ourselves again? Could be. Could be. Okay. Continue. I Get us out of the loop. Because I'm scared. Okay. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience. Because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm-hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y dot com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get twenty dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y dot com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. 
The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex Discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons, so they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons i really truly believe that well this beginner is grateful for that (laughs) yes it's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years so say goodbye to cramps put sex back on the table and lend mother nature a hand go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20 percent off flex disc starter kits or 10 percent off your first flex cup plus you get free u.s shipping that's code tangents at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash tangents. Here's some cures. Mm-hmm. Become conscious of the dislike, dislike and like switch in your brain and try to okay. avoid it. Neither agree or disagree with another person's position until you can repeat the position in a way the other person would accept as fair and accurate. When I do that, I always say it with a tone (laughs) that sounds like, I think you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) But let me see. (laughs) So what what you're saying is, (laughs) is, did I hear that right? That's normally when I hear it. You're so condescending. And I'm like, like, really? I'm just trying to use words. Do you not like I words? I just repeated what you said back to you. And if you didn't like the way it sounded, then I'm, that's your fault. <laughs> Change Pick your new fucking words. mind. <laughs> Pick new words. <laughs> okay. Try eliminating the word should from your vocabulary for a while. My therapist tells me that me all the time. Too. Get rid of should statements. Yes. Should, should statements, statements are so bad. Barbara told me should statements are distorted thoughts. They are. And they will fuck up your brain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get rid of should altogether. Yeah. Also, it's a weird word. Think about it. Should. 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 Say it more than once. Should. 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 (laughs) See, the more you say it, it sounds really fucked up. You know what makes me angry is I I see it in my head. And it's not spelled the way that it should be. With two O's. Oh, I see mine with a C-H. Oh, you see it. (laughs) H-U-D. Should. 
I'm sorry. Yeah. I just judged you. Yeah, because that's Judd. <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> I judged you. Um, also, is there an L? Yes. There is? Should. Should? Yes. Should has an L? S-H-O-U-L-D. What a fucking... <laughs> if it was an R instead of an L, it would be shroud. So tell me why it should. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It would be short. <laughs> you fucking idiot. It's a good thing you're in college. <laughs> you gotta schedule spelling next semester. God damn it. Ooh. Oh, wow. That was hard. <laughs> it would be shroud, you stupid fool. <laughs> And you guys can all judge me right now. Oh my god! What about okay, doing? listen. This is how much beer she's had. Those of you who are just listening, it is half a glass, <laughs> and I have not even finished my half a tiny glass so of wine. For you people that are like, "Oh, they drink too much," and sometimes they sound silly. Surprise! It's just me. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> this is me sober. We're just fools. Yes. Okay. Try eliminating evaluative adjectives. Those that offer judgments with no data. I don't know what that means. Evaluative. So like good or not good. Stupid or not stupid. Hey, click clack. <laughs> yeah, make yourself at home. Okay. Sorry, we <laughs> gave him too much attention. I put this up to my mouth, so I feel like I have to drink now, even though Honestly, I went to reach for my glass earlier and normally I would just like put my hand back on my leg and not think anything about it, but I know that it's recorded now, so I'm like, oh find something <laughs> to do with your hand. <laughs> I know. All right, the next one is, the next habit is naturalizing our assumptions, which is over-personalizing. I do this way too often. I need you to explain to me what that is. Okay. <clears throat> the word naturalize in this context means we are representing and seeing our own assumptions as natural, as simply oh, yeah. the way things are and the way things ought to be. But that's because we're right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. I rented this book. I just got my makeup <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, add your spit. That'll help. <laughs> Go <with> it. <laughs> Did I'm you just hit puberty? <laughs> you know what's funny is before we started, Shane was like, "Lean back as far as <laughs> as far as you would normally I was lean like, back." I would never lean. <laughs> I've, I've watched you. You've basically done a full ab workout, leaning back and forth. They're so yeah, but yeah, I can't help that I'm right. So <laughs> what do you want me to do? What's it say in there about being just a higher being? Well, <laughs> it is surprisingly difficult to break the habit of treating our points of view as self-evidently true. Not just for us, but for everyone. <laughs> um, the overpersonalizer assumes that because he or she experienced or believes X, everyone else has too. Well, here's the, here's my problem. If I I already question my reality mm-hmm. as it is, me too. I just did it last night so hard where I was like, I'm for sure dead right now. And oh, all I of don't this... question it like that. Oh, I just question... <laughs> <laughs> should I see some? Yes, I question more like, did it happen like that? Did I have the right to feel the way that I did about that? Maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought. Mm. That's a trauma response. I'm 100 percent aware. But what's mine? But what? That I think I'm dead. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. Okay. I think you're dead. You've just been in quarantine <laughs> for too long. What was the other thing you said? Oh, oh, oh. Um, here, uh, you don't need to repeat it. I remembered my thought. Okay. So, 
I have always said, this is regarding the part that's like, don't assume that your reality is the reality. Mm-hmm. You refrain from the superiority complex. Well, and where this is coming from, by the way, so that it makes more sense, is like mostly when you're trying to explain things in writing, but also I think it's good if you're explaining things in conversation. Don't assume that somebody understands where you're coming from. Right. If you don't explain where you're coming from. But if someone says something off the cuff and I'm like, mm, that's fucking wrong, mm-hmm. or I disagree with that. I am open to a conversation, yeah. and if you can explain it to me in a way where you don't sound um, uninformed yeah. or racist or bigoted or misogynistic or something like that, you know, <laughs> one of those things. Right. If you can explain it into, if you can explain it to me in a way that I'm like, oh, I never thought about it that way. I'm open to that for sure because that's what I want. I think right. that's how we expand our way of thinking. Right. But like this says, it says. Quote, people are entitled to their own opinions, end quote. And then it says, even if those opinions belittle others or express hatred and aim to provoke violence, that's where you toe the line with this in why it's dangerous. It says, people who naturalize their own assumptions, a version of the judgment reflex, so this is another version of that, tend to make personal experience and prejudices an unquestioned standard of value. So, Mm. like, they just assume that everybody else... give you an example of how something that is like this have you ever been around a group of white people and they think because you're a white person that they can say something off kilter and they look at you like yeah bud right and you're like fuck no yep absolutely not and then they get like offended Mm because they're like but you're white why do you care that i just said this off whatever thing yeah could be anything but same you know. thing happens um with me being a christian uh-huh. people will say things that um traditionally i guess christians believe mm-hmm. and they'll say things and then look at me and i'm like oh no not me guy no no sir no, 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 no sir no, no. liberal christian yeah like the jesus kind <laughs> like the like, like the brown jesus, jesus kind like who jesus was when he was here yeah 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 mm-hmm. so um that's happened a lot, uh-huh. and it's um, super That's, uncomfortable, and it's disheartening. Cause it's like, oh, I thought you were somebody, and now, now I am judging you because <laughs> yeah. I know that you're. We don't have to talk about where you're coming from. Yeah. Your I feel opinions like I turned, are wrong. I feel like I turned into uh, Tyra Banks, and I'm like, we're rooting for you. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. How oh, dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, this. So the next habit is generalizing. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, we generalize from our experience because this is one way of arriving at ideas. The problem with generalizing as a habit of mind is that it removes the mind much too quickly from the data that produced the generalization in the first place. I'll give you an example. Thank you. Once I find it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, most of us tend to remember our global impressions and reactions. The dinner was boring. The house was beautiful. The music was exciting. But we forget the specific concrete causes of these impressions along the line. What was it that made them? And so I I don't know why mm-hmm. that would be. It's a bad thing in writing, but I'm assuming it's a bad thing altogether just because you start overgeneralizing too much and therefore you're bringing... Losing detail? Yeah. You just kind of gloss over things. So right. you can remember. And I think that's a bad thing too because it cements something in your mind as one way when it might not have been that way. Specifically. It's very, very hard in regards to trauma. Yeah. Specifically for me <laughs> to 
realize that something was not the way that you remembered it. Mm -hmm. So for example, I've talked about how I was in an unhealthy relationship and I think you can also probably relate to this while I was in it. All I thought about was the good things. All oh, yeah. I thought that generalization of like, this is a happy, healthy this relationship. This is good. This is a positive thing. I love this. Both of my eyes are black, but we're having a good time. <laughs> he loves yeah. me so much. He bought me flowers and sent yeah. them to my work the other day. All I did was think about like, oh, well, he bought me this and mm -hmm. he, he brought his TV. The love bombing. It. Yes. Because yes. a lot of times in abusive relationships specifically but just in toxic ones also yeah there is a level of love bombing that happens mm -hmm. and it's normally happens after something very bad has happened yeah to get you to come back but those love bombs are so strong that that starts to be the only thing that you think yeah when you look back on it you're like now the longer you get away from it because even when after i first left i was like what an, like was I just making up that it was terrible even though everybody in the world was telling me that it was and then the longer I got away from it the more those start to deteriorate and the long lasting memories were the real the ones that made well, an you impact know what's the weird bad ones is like I don't remember anything I know facts like mm -hmm. I can tell you yes this happened but because my brain rerouted the overall situation to the positive mm -hmm. so many times, I completely forgot the negative. And with other areas of trauma in my life, the only time that I remember the negative is when it's triggered by something random yeah. and I get like a flash of a memory. And then I have to question, did that really happen? Is that real? Yeah. Oh, that happens to me a lot because, because I've been- if that's real, what I know about this can't still be true. Right. And it's- so weird right well it, that's been happening to me a lot with dreams i told you that mm -hmm. i've been having nightmares but the nightmares aren't really nightmares they're more of memories that i blocked out during that time and i'll wake up and be like no it wasn't like that was it like that i yeah. mean i know that my eyes were both black but it, did it happen in the way that i'm remembering that mm -hmm. and whatever and uh I don't know. It's just hard because there were so many good moments of my life back then that I don't want to overgeneralize and be like, it was all bad because it wasn't. Right. It's very complex. You don't want to label it as it's all, one thing or the other. Well, think I was writing a journal because uh, I was encouraged in therapy. <laughs> Amazing. And I realized some things about myself and I started questioning the source of them. And I started to pull apart I thought of my life like a tapestry mm -hmm. and if I start pulling this certain strings that I am questioning and and I don't necessarily like the source of them what happens to the rest of the picture yep. it feels like it's all together and it feels like it's going to unravel <clears throat> and that's terrifying to it me. is and it's scary to think that by not wanting to remember anything good or bad from a period of your life. How do you separate one person who was so involved in all of it yeah. from the rest of it? It's like you've just lost how many years of your life now? Oh, yeah. That's how I feel about for four or five years of my life, which is sad because yeah. those were my child was involved in them. Right. But I have like hardly any memories of that time yeah. because of. I'm assuming my brain's coping mechanisms. Yeah. And it's sad because people be like, remember when Noah did this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Truly, I don't. I'm sure it was a good time. And it's sad because I want to think back and remember happy times. I don't 
so many of those were muddled in with the bad yeah. that I'm like, no. Yep. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> um, the problem comes with ge- when generalizations omit supporting details. So consider for a moment what you really are asking others to do when you offer them a generalization such as, this is like when you're talking to somebody and saying something like, this policy is a disaster. Okay. Yeah. Unless the recipient of this observation asks a question, such as, why do you think so? He or she is being required to take your word for it. Right. The changes are a disaster because you say they are. Which (laughs) is happening a lot. Yeah. And I think that everybody, I don't think it's people that listen to us, but just in case someone offhand watches this, be mindful of that because those overgeneralizations, when you post something, when you say something, um can have an impact, especially on people who are not... Hey, if someone asks someone, I don't know, in a press conference, hey, can you explain this? And they just say, oh, you just wait. You just wait. Not a good... Um, Can you elaborate on why you say this person is this? Do you have any evidence of this? Oh, it's coming. You just give me a minute. It'll (laughs) be right there. Um, Big red flag. Yeah, huge red flag. They're generalizing something for a reason. Yeah. Sometimes generalizations happen and they're like, whatever. Other times they are intentional to change viewpoints. The narrative. Yep. And to completely uh, create judgments in people's heads so that any time this information comes up later or something happens, you already have an implicit bias in your brain. A hundred percent. That's bad generalizing why well i didn't say that i just said it's bad and then this person over here heard that's bad and they're like well that must be bad yep i'm not gonna ask any more questions i don't need to because someone already told me it's bad and now i feel like it's validated again and Mm -hmm. it's dangerous and then that's how we attack facts that's how we attack science that's how we attack truth yeah and i think sometimes you and i with this will uh, go over a point almost to the point of like beating a dead horse because we do I think sometimes we just forget that we've talked about it but I want to do those things because I think it's important to like we've said before words are important matter words matter right and explain over explaining something is better than under explaining something right in my opinion the simplest anecdote to antidote not (laughs) Anecdotes, what we do. We're yes. ladies and anecdotes. <laughs> LNA, baby. I actually love that. LA? It's too late to change it. Um, to the problem of generalizing is to train yourself to be more contra- conscious of where your generalizations come from. Press yourself to trace your general impressions back to the things that cause them. Deciding to become more aware of your own responses to the world and their causes counteracts the inevitable numbing that takes place as habit takes control of our lives. Does that make sense? Because I can't explain it. (laughs) But if you give me a second, I can try. (laughs) Honestly, I felt like I was so trying (laughs) to get that. And I did not, and now I don't. I was so hoping you were like, let me give you an example. I and will. Then, <laughs> is there one? No, but I'll take one. Okay. <laughs> so, um, just had to make a word. Wait, give it to me again. Give it to me again. Okay, 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 okay. Let's do it again. Let's okay, do it again. Okay, okay. Together. We're going to yep. break this down together because <laughs> okay. this is important. Yeah. 
<laughs> We're sure it is. We don't know. Train yourself to be more conscious of where they come from. Where what comes from? <laughs> Generalizations. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Press yourself to trace your general impressions back to what caused them. Yeah. Okay, we got that. Yeah. Doing it. Deciding to become more aware of your own. I'm fully aware. <laughs> <laughs> you just end it like. <laughs> I just realized I was doing that. Um, deciding to become more aware of your own responses to the world and their causes counteracts the inevitable numbing that takes place as habit takes control of our daily lives. That's where I lost me. <laughs> so essentially, your habits um, of your judgments and your generalizations take control and basically create a reality yeah. around those things. And you have to become more aware in order to stop it. Yes. Dude, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was I simple. actually had that. <laughs> for sure. You needed to break it down for me. Yes. I was slow there. It was for you. <laughs> I do all of this for you. <laughs> Thank you. I not me. It. No, for sure not you. Okay, this part is important. This is where a psych- it literally says, a psychologist speaks. <laughs> speaks as in like enters the room. Is this a play? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Enter me, a psychologist. <laughs> So this says, psychologists who study the way we process information have established important links between the way we think and the way we feel. What are you doing? There was nothing in the glass and I got sad and now everyone knows I picked it up. Okay. Anyway, what'd you say? I called it out. Some psychologists, such as Aaron Beck, have identified common errors in thinking that parallel the habits of mind discussed in the chapter. Beck and others have shown that falling prey to these, they're kind of the same things. All I heard was Aaron Burr, sir. (laughs) When you said Aaron Beck, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Sorry. So now you're you're gone. (laughs) I know. Um, For instance, a tendency to engage in either or either or thinking over generalization and personalization has been linked to higher levels of anger, anxiety, and depression. Failure to attend to these errors in thinking chokes off reflection and analysis, and as a result, the person becomes more likely to react before they think, which may prolong and exacerbate the negative emotions that they feel. Because I think that happens out of defensiveness. It does. It, There's so much of it that comes from defensiveness. Because I feel it's attacked like, because you think I'm wrong. Yeah. If I'm wrong, then I'm stupid. And it's all of these internalized and fears. And because of your judgment. Because of your yes. initial judgment, you are reacting to that judgment before fully listening to what it actually is. Right, 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 right. Before You're just making an assumption before... Now, I think because I am the opposite of this, where I will spend entirely too much time Breaking trying to down. break it down yeah. and thinking, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I've told you, I will recite a conversation, like if I have to have um, like a confrontation with someone, or not like a screaming confrontation, but like if I have to confront something with someone, mm-hmm. I will overthink that conversation a thousand times until I find the way, because I'll play out both of our parts. You have told me that because I do that, and you're like, that's a trauma response. Well, I found it on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, Sam told me, too. My sister yeah. told me um, that that's a trauma response. Thing. And also, like, having to control that to the point of being like, well, this is what I planned the conversation to go this way, yeah. and you didn't do it. Well, I won't do that. I'll just, like... I, if I can't find a way that I think the conversation is going to go well, if I don't think it. I can explain myself in a way where someone's going to understand and not feel attacked, not feel hurt, not feel shamed, then I won't I won't bring it up, yeah, which I is mean, toxic. Yeah. It's hurtful to me, but... Well, and especially because that leads us to suppressing 
things. Right. And right. then that is no boy no because one of my in my conflict management class, the best thing that my teacher said, and she was talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. I love all my professors yeah. because they are just so like educated. Yes, I mean truly and enforcing everything. But she said, "Change conflict has to happen for change to happen." Right. It's and the that's way why we ruined Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. But that, that true with anything in our life. Change won't occur unless conflict happens. Now, conflict doesn't have to be screaming and fighting. Right. But conflict can be a conversation. Right. But change won't come unless conflict happens. Yeah, so you can't in stay in a way, comfort zone and have change. That's why we have a conflict management course because you can't get rid of conflict. Right. It has to be there. But you can manage it so that it doesn't get crazy out of control. Yeah. It's a lot more difficult. You got to take the emotion out of it and yeah. just get down to the source. And you should take the class. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm taking. No, just kidding. But really, yeah. that's what it is. You we have are to... going to take it with you right here. I know. Well, <laughs> I can't podcast. wait till we get more into it because yeah. I'm like, let's talk about it. Yeah. But she said there are times that conflict gets out of control, like on January 6th, where you don't, you have too many. Um, there was no no how am i gonna put this i mean i can't think of any nice words so i don't know how you're gonna put it there was no um real there was no resolution that they were looking for that could have happened yes there was no solution yeah so with black lives matter it's like hey stop killing people yeah resolved Right. You know what I mean? What they were storming the Capitol for was like couldn't not, happen. You can't. Was not an actual solvable problem. No, they were. It was a temper tantrum. It was in in a, a lot of times in a really dangerous way. Yeah, and a lot of times that is conflict comes from tantrums and from things getting to that level. But yeah, if they're not solvable, then it's just going to fizzle out. Right. Hopefully, not getting any bigger. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's all I have. Oh, well, those good. were those were the the ones. But we can talk about you know more whatever. If you well, want. I mean, we only have two minutes before this bitch is gonna shut up. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was Sweet. perfect timing. Amazing. So, um, what do you think about this? What this recording thing? Oh, on the video now. <laughs> no, I like it. Do I have yeah. something in my teeth? Because no. I I, this camera is so far away; it's not zoomed in on your teeth. I know, but you I think know. someone's gonna zoom in on your face? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that that's... I would. Honestly, I wore socks because I was afraid that people were going to, like... My legs are so hairy. I think I got eggs, mom, on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to have someone when we took put the me pictures, on only feet. <laughs> when we took the pictures the other day, that's why I wore socks. Yeah. Not because of my eczema. I don't have that. Yeah. I do have hairy, grumbling toes. Well. I have hobbit feet. Yeah. And hairy toes. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's fine. Not a lot. Shave them, but yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Couldn't no, be Not me. a bit. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks guys for being here again. Um, this we're gonna try and do this every week now. So watch Maybe. us or listen to us if we watch it, and I'm okay. With it. <laughs> I'm sure I will be. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we're out.
The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.